Hello everyone, this is Donovan LaCroxy. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Hip Hop, Let's Talk R&B, Let's Talk What's Going On In The Community, and debuting with me, I've got Rapper Oso. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good. You're debuting on the show. I'm sure you've heard about the show, and I'm sure you've listened before. Absolutely, absolutely. I've got, I, 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 I have some catching up to do, but I've got a couple episodes. That's good, that's good, that's good. And listeners, I do know Rapper Oso. He appeared on the station. We spoke on Zoom, but he's debuting on this podcast. He is a rapper, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the music industry? Um, well, you know, just, I, I personally just grew up around music constantly, um, having a lot of friends with DJs and, and, and party promoters and whatnot, and, um, fell in love with rap from, from, from the start of it, and just, you know, with friends, you freestyle and, and you beatbox and you do all of them things, and then I eventually got into the studio, and there was no looking back from there, like, it, I, I can't see a day going by without doing something involving with music, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't want to give up on it? Uh, there, there's no such thing. It's like giving up on breathing. <laughs> well, not every rapper is consistent, right? I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, it depends on what, what you're, you know, like, the way I see it is a lot of a, a lot of these rappers come out right now, their goal is to get the bag, right? It's not really about the art form. It's, it's, it's a means to get the bag. It, when that's your focus, yeah, you're gonna put a title on it, man. But if 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 you're truly about the art form, you do it, mm-hmm. whether the bag is coming in or not, you still do it. Mm-hmm. So if the bag is coming in and you're still doing it, right? So look, for example, we're gonna talk uh, talk about the election <laughs> for a minute. Look, for example, uh-huh. Trump lost. But what do you say to rappers that support Trump and they're about the bag and they made this breaking announcement to their fans? You know what? I support Donald Trump. Do you think they should stay away from politics, rappers, or do you think it doesn't bother them? Um, I'm, to be real with you, it, it, it'll all depend on how they bounce back. Because you know, the, the the public has a very short term memory if you play it right. You know, <laughs> if 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 you get too stuck on it and you dwell on it yourself, they'll dwell on it too. But if you come and if you come with more popping projects and you just undeniably keep creating that music you can get your fans back and don't forget about it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what do you think about Lil Wayne supporting Trump and his daughter apologized on behalf saying I'm sorry my daddy supported trouble she didn't say daddy she's a grown woman but you know what I'm saying I mean you know to, to, that, that's that's his opinion like I mean, and I mean that's her opinion because he might not be apologetic on it and that may be a different conversation all in itself but like I said little wings he's got his core supporters I'm pretty sure he isn't down to zero fans right now um and realistically he might have gained some fans that wouldn't even step into the to the light in general right because mm-hmm. there's because when it comes to Trump supporters realistically there are a lot of people who support Trump that um look at you and say otherwise, right? But in the closet, they're really Trump support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, my, I myself just don't really dig the politics of it because there's nothing really genuine about that that essence of the platform. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like, people feel confident or, or, or passionate about what it is. So that's one thing is Trump. Trump said a lot of, a lot of wild shit. He said a lot, a lot of wild shit. Mm-hmm. 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 So do we go around canceling rappers, saying boycott Lil Wayne, boycott Lil Pump, boycott Ice Cube? <laughs> they're 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 done. They're done. What? Well, okay, let's. Okay, out of all those rappers, Lil Pump, nobody really cares for. He has a single here and there. But let's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but let's say if Lil Wayne comes back, do you think he still would be relevant? Well, Lil Wayne and and okay. And I let me take that back. Lil Wayne. If the record is banging, it doesn't matter. Like whoever it is, it doesn't really matter. If the record is actually banging, they consistently do it. Like, and it it all comes across on the way that they do it too. If they do it like they're trying to, it's something else. If they just do it like they're back and they don't really give a fuck, it's 
It's a different story. I don't know. Like, but the public is finicky like that. I, I'll be honest with you. They're finicky. Yes, they're finicky. Do you think the F. Donald Trump song's going to do very well now? Radio stations are staying away from that, some of them. Because you know Trump is filing lawsuits everywhere now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. He'll let, it, he'll let it a paper doing that, man. He just, he's just a sore loser right now. Um, <laughs> but those, the, the, yeah, that record's probably going to be the record of, of fall 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gone, <laughs> listeners. He's gone. But you know what? Another song also I like, and then we'll talk about your singles. You know what? Another song I do like. I hated it at first. B King featuring Queendom Come. That was to Trump now. They leave. People are, get that bread, get that head, and leave. <laughs> but I think a lot of people love the leave part. Yeah, 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 yeah. part speaks to you. Yeah, this really speaks to you. Trump, if you're listening, you got to leave. January 28th, 20th, 2021, then leave. That's it. Get that bread, That's get, that, get that bread, get that cash, and leave. Actually, you don't get Eviction notice, sir. I know, I know. So let's talk about your singles in case and no listeners. He's, he didn't say he's a Trump supporter, so I'm not, you know, trying to stir the pot. <laughs> Just in case, because what do you call it? People are trying to say, where are you trying to go here, Donovan, with this? Are you trying to ask him if he's a Trump supporter? No, that's not our business. And even if he was, well, he's, he, like he said earlier, it depends. You can still bounce back from a lot of these things. And by the way, <laughs> by the way, I just wanted to point out this. Okay, also, and you can, this Trump, like supporting Trump thing is like, it's worse now than coming out of the closet because it's like, okay. and I, I'm saying this. Yeah, no, you, you ain't lying, though. You ain't lying. <laughs> no, I, 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 no offense that if anybody's LGBTQ here or what do you call it, listening, I'm not saying this as a bad thing, but you got to be careful when you say, yo, man, I, I, I dig Trump. I support him. People are scared. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no support for Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so tr Trumpophobia, what do you call it? Might be Trumpophobia. I'm not Trump like that, yeah. <laughs> I'm not Trumpophobia. But would you do political songs? What do you call it? Not necessarily Trump. Do you talk about a lot of political and social issues in your singles? Or do you kind of like to talk about, and I know your singles. You know there's one I really like where it got that singy, jazzy rap vibe. But let's yeah, just get yeah. to know the style. Are you more of a political and social change artist? Or you just want to give us what we want to hear? Um, I try to find a balance. <laughs> to be the to, to give you the boring straightforward answer though, but um there are certain points in times where, where where life is in front of you and you can't help but speaking on certain things. My intent may not be to be political, it's just to speak on, you know, a housing situation or incarceration problems or rights problems. But um for the most part I do like to keep it lighthearted because I know music is an escape majority of the time for people right it's not really the point of time where you want to take on life's problems and you know it's a good outlet for that but majority of the time people want to have fun and dance and enjoy themselves so i try to keep a balance between the two mm -hmm. what's my saga like girl you know what would you yeah. <laughs> i was about to say that you want me to fill in that blank oh yes i do yeah. want you to fill in that blank <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm the host. Remember, I don't swear. I try my best not to swear. Listen, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so, do you want to talk about that song? I mean, it came out a while ago, but people, your fans probably that support you are still bumping to that. What do you want to say to that? Um, absolutely. Like, I mean, with you, it's a dope record. It's got a real um summer warm feeling to it. Uh, we released the record up for Valentine's Day, which was right around Valentine's Day, um, which was dope. And um, it's just a return to the hip-hop love song, man. Like, so much of the music is angry and, and, and hurt, hurtful or being hurt or, you know, it, was just, it, it, it just felt like it was a good time to, to show some love, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, you bump into it, you know, you're with, you, with your girl at the, you know, the karaoke bar, you're expressing a love for your woman, you know? But what do you say when rappers get called sissies for talking about those love, you know, when they're singy rapping? 
I mean, that's, you know, if, if, if you're somebody who's concerned with what other people think or got to say to you, that's cool. I know, like, me personally, I got to live my life. I got to deal with my woman. I got to, you know what I mean? And, and it's, I don't feel it's realistic to act like you don't have those times and you don't have your feeling towards that significant other. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't personally have a problem with it because I'm comfortable in myself. You know what I'm saying? As far as other folks, I, I'd express that you'd be a little more comfortable within yourself and, and be the actual you that you are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are just afraid also of getting vulnerable rappers then, oh, they're called a wussy or a sissy, or, oh, you're going there now? What do you say to the fans where they say, oh, you're going there now, man? Talk about the hardcore drugs. Talk about, you know, lacing it up or pumping it up. I mean, I mean, you could, like, they can act like that, but realistically, when if you look at any uh, any rapper, along their career, when they started doing that tra- trajectory of, of appealing to a mass audience, they're talking, they switched towards women. And whatever aspect you want to talk about, it switched towards women, whether it's taking them on vacations, whether it's um, creeping around, this, whatever, whatever. Women was the fabric, you know what I mean? So they can talk about it, but nine times out of ten, it's just to get the attention of the person who's getting that attention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's true. I mean, it, I always say this, you're allowed to talk about what you want in your music, just as long as you're not talking about hurting a vulnerable sector or doing damage to a certain community. Am I right, Oso? Um, well, I don't, I don't believe in making harmful music in general, man. You could, you, I, feel, I feel strongly that you project the energy you turn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want love and I want love in life. I want prosperity in life. I want happiness in life. So I project that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about diss tracks? What if somebody put a diss track? Do you do? And I ask this a lot, and I know listeners say you ask that a lot, but I do because a lot of people do like putting diss tracks out to other people, and they do well. I mean, but if, if you look at it like the nine times, well, I can't say the blueprint is for 50 Cent, but 50 Cent is one of the biggest blueprints of He He will tell you himself, his whole reason for doing that was to get attention. So I'm not going to give them that attention. If they feel that they got to come out of their way to diss me, I'm obviously doing something right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, obviously, I I did something enough to get the attention and get the mad, so they want that attention. I ain't going to give it to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's true. You're not going to draw attention to yourself, but you know, attention kind of stirs the pot, right? Where the, oh, I kind of like this guy now. Oh, man, he was talking about beefing with 50. Well, no, he didn't say that, listeners. I'm just using that as an example. 50 Cent, no, we're not talking about beefing with you or setting up, because I know 50. 50 you know 50. Also, you know 50. Yeah, so, man, 50, 50 know 50. 50, 50 knows he set trends out here. 50 knows he set trends out here. I ain't saying nothing disrespectful. I'm staying fat. <laughs> and that's true. 50, come on. Let's talk real. You love love stirring the pot. You love drama. You love people calling your name and then you love to clap back at those people. I don't think it's mature if you're going to clap at every beef. What do you think about that? Like, if, if somebody, let's use the game. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. If, 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 if that's it, like, this is my whole thing. I say keep the same energy. So if you're somebody who's going to chirp at somebody, mm-hmm. then yeah, be ready to chirp at everybody. Keep the same energy right across the board. Don't discriminate. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's the way I view it. Yeah, but would you just, like, let it go? Like, for example, if Drake said something, like, for me, if I'm a rapper, if Drake said something about me, I'd just ignore him. But if I had kids, for example, and Drake clapped at my kids, oh, I'm coming after Drake. I say, started from the bottom? Huh, punk? Started from the bottom? Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> I'd be like, you know who you're freaking talking to? I grew up in Scarborough. You grew up in Forest Hill. Oh, I'd smack Drake down in a way. He'd probably have to run and come after me. And I'd say, yeah, Drake, I said that because you were trying to, you know, get your little crew and then, you know, use all your ghost riders. So I would clap, clap back at Drake. That's if, if he went after my kids. Well, like I, like I said, man, consider, consider the, um, the level that Drake is in the industry right now. If he decided to say, make a diss track out of, for me out of the blue, I'm doing something hella right, man. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I'm doing something. So I'm doing something right. 
And if he's coming after me on this show, then you know I'm doing something right. And you he understand knows, what I'm saying? Yeah, he knew he knows he likes the show. That's why he clap back. Because he knows deep down inside, you know what, I like this guy. But if Drake said, you know what, also, I'm sorry. I just wanted the attention. I want to work with you. Do you think you'd give him that chance? Or it's the disrespect is too gone to the point where we can't mend those bridges? <laughs> you know what? The funny thing is, I was I was chilling with a friend the other day, and he gave me this reference from, um, I can't remember the, the dude's name, but uh, the, the, the lead dude for Foo Fighters. Yes. yes. And he gave the reference, and he's like, yo, straight up, I'm a music slut and a music work. <laughs> and I can relate to that because I, I just literally love doing music. I love working on music. So, you know what I mean? I, I work on music for free. I work on music for money. It's like, I love working on music. So with that being said, if you got a dope, dope sounding record and you want to work together on it, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Make, we'll make sure the business and the paperwork is right. Because it's, it's, it's definitely about the business of the paperwork at that point. If me and you don't like each other, <laughs> it's definitely about the business of the paperwork. But we can get it. We can get it in and make beautiful music. That's true. Especially, especially as um, when you when you're people who don't get along and you can make a dope record together, it gives a, a good example to the world on how you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be best friends to make good things happen. That's true, that's true. What you're saying, we don't have to be friends. So if you and I don't like each other, I'm just going to throw myself because I don't want to use other uh, rappers and next thing you know, other can't rappers. Offend, can't offend nobody. Can't offend nobody. Yeah, you don't want no diss record, though. <laughs> so, okay, so let's say you and I don't like each other, for example. You're saying we can still make good music and keep it professional, right? At the end of the day, if I think, like, if I think you make both music, why wouldn't I want to put a record together and make both music? We're in a music business. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not in a music relationship. It's a different thing. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's business. Okay, what do you think? What, what do you think? Chris Brown teased that there could be a Drake and him album. What do you call it? An album with both of them. They're working on an album together. It, what do you? It think? only makes the most biz business sense in the world. Like mm -hmm. I, I was at the OVO jump off when Chris Brown came out, and I saw the reaction. It is. It's. It's. It's easy math. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's absolutely easy math. You know what I mean? And that's that's a perfect example of somebody who, mind you, it might have been different during this era with Twitter and 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 Instagram and all of these different outlets. But that's an example of somebody who they tried to cancel, but was just way too talented for for it to happen. Like him or not, like he consistently comes with records that chart. Yeah. Yeah, and I think and, that, and 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 sorry, yeah. to, sorry to cut you off, but and to add to that, that's definitely not the machine because the machine was trying to cancel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that would I think that would work. A Chris Brown and Drake that would work. I remember they put this side their differences and teased each other and no guidance. So I think it would definitely work. Listen. Okay, listeners, um, this is not a Drake show, but anything with Drake, maybe also when Drake do a double album together, too, that would work, too. Hey, I'm all good. That's all Toronto, man. Drake, holla at your boy, man. That's all Toronto, man. Let's get that. I got that funky West Coast type vibe with the, with the diction involved. Let's get it. We'll get it in. I promise that. <laughs> but yes, it's more okay. So also, I want to hear more singles though. What if listeners, because you know I'm stuck on with you, but I want more Man. singles from you. Come on, so what you doing to me, brother? Because we got, <laughs> our, you know, we got our fans waiting, and you know these young people. Also, you know, yeah. and brother, I'm not putting you on the spot. You love some good weed. They love some good weed. So what uh -huh. do we have first? They just wanted, you know, kick back. You know, roll it up and just say, "Man, mm, mm, mm. I mean, they could, they could, like rhymesoso.com. You can always check that site. Go to YouTube. Check my channel, Rhymes Also. There's records on there. Um, all I want to do is a dope record for the for, for the 420 enthusiasts out there. Um, it's definitely a good vibe. The the, the visual is dope. Um, shout out to Static, Concrete Mob, Toronto Legend, Big Brother. Um, you know. All I want to do is, is all I want to do is get high as a very dope record. I, I, I did. I, I shouldn't have spoiled it like that, but I kind of gave you a spoiler right there. Ah. Uh, 
<laughs> but that, that, that record is very dope. It's very cool. It's very chill. It sets a nice tone, you know? Yeah, yeah. So most of it's, and, hey, listeners, no judgment. Sometimes you just want to smoke weed. And there's nothing wrong with 420 day where you just want to forget about COVID-19, forget about BLM, forget about Donald Trump, forget about Joe Biden. Shout out Kamala Harris, but we still got to forget you because sometimes there are people <laughs> that just don't like politics, period. So they just want to smoke some weed. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. Get your meditation on and relieve those stresses for the moment. Get back to it a bit later. Yes, yes, yes. So when are we getting more new singles? Are you think you're going to roll more with the West Coast still or more... Roll more with the ganja, or are we gonna talk about something different for the next single? Uh, you know, like a, like a good blow, we're gonna roll it all up in there and get it, get it, get it, get it fired up for before the end of the year. Um, I got, I got, I got a couple of visuals and things that I'm looking to release soon. I, I'm not gonna put a date on it. I don't like putting a date on it, but um, just keep just keep tuned to to my IG rhymes also rhymes underscore also. Keep tuned to my YouTube. Keep tuned to my website and thing and something's co- i got a few projects coming out before the end of the year okay. definitely before the end of the year keep the keep the good energy going get you flowing out of 2020 right looking forward to 2021 okay 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 so do we are we more gonna work with the ep album or you want to do lp um right now i got about six singles lined up and then I got an EP that I'm kind of planning on releasing after that. Um, but you know, it's 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 kind of gauging how the time works with me, man. I'm, 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 the thing I'm most proud of right now is is I'm working on a uh, music program uh, for some youth at my own community center, my own neighborhood, and stuff, Alexander Park. So that's the thing that I'm most proud about. That's the thing that's taking most of my time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Right. Working around that, gonna get some visuals together, some singles together, the EP come out, and then get a long play. Cause I, people be asking me for CDs too. I got, I got different fans, man. They want CDs. They don't want these MP3 things. They want CDs. <laughs> I want an album. I want an album. What's the problem with you putting an album? A lot of people don't like albums, though. So why? A lot of people do not like albums. They just want EP or singles. What's your thoughts to that when the fans say? I'm a fan, and I say, oh, so I don't want an album. I just want singles. <laughs> I tell him I got them. <laughs> I tell him I got them. <laughs> you got them, but you got to put out but an album. But there's the whole thing, and, 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 and being appreciative of that area, you got to understand it takes time as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, it takes time. I, and, and, hey, and listeners on, on their side, too, it does take time. You know, the engineering, the mood's got to feel right. You know, you've got to, everything's got to feel right. But sometimes, though, so let me ask you this. Do you just release music? And what if the timing's not right, but you feel pressured to release it? What are your thoughts on that? Um... I guess that's the, the, the benefit of being com- solely independent and not being signed to labor and having those restrictions because I typically just kind of release music when I want to. Like the, 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 the crazy thing about the Witching record was but at the time that I got into the side to do it, I was not thinking about Valentine's Day at the time. It just worked out that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just kind of go with the energy of how I'm feeling and let that dictate when I put music out and whatnot, and then, you know, the world lets me know whether I did right or not, man. (laughs) Yeah, you don't get pressured to say, you got to put this out right now, and like you said, there's positives, and do you want to throw out what are the positives of being an independent artist? Because a lot of times people hear negatives, oh, they're not consistent, or they're not consistent in dropping music, it would be better you sign to a label. What's your take on that? I mean, again, it, it comes down to what it is that you're looking to get out of it. You know what I mean? If it, like, if you're looking to get the bag out of it, then you got to be a very specific artist to do it the, the, the independent route because it's it's a hell of a lot of work. You know what I mean? To constantly promote and keep yourself in front of people and market yourself and shoot videos constantly, and it's it's like it's a hell of a lot of work. Whereas if you're signed to a major. They help you with a lot more of that. They just take a, a 
a, a, a good percentage out of what comes in at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas independently, you take in all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also, again, you put in all of the work, right? But if you're not the type that, that can handle putting in that consistent type of work and you want that bank, it's probably better off going with a, with a, with a label that's going to help you do some of that marketing and stuff. Yeah, but then here's the negative about that, too. They want certain things out of you, and then we get into where we can't negotiate on a good contract or we can't negotiate a good style of what we want here. You might want to go street. They might want to go singy rap. What do you call it? I might want to go this way. They might want to go that way. How do you work with a team to know that, yeah, this is the vision? I mean, you know, as 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 an artist, you got to be solid on on what solid in knowing exactly what it is that you want when you're going to these labels. You know what I mean? So, if you know you only want to, if you know you don't want to give a fifty fifty, and you only want to give them thirty percent, you got to stand by that and make sure that you get that. Um, I'd highly suggest um, finding yourself an entertainment lawyer if you're going to sign any deal or contract. I wouldn't suggest doing it yourself unless you understand legal jargon, you understand that stuff, which a high percentage of us don't. <laughs> so I suggest getting lawyers to look over that, but you know what your worth is, know what you want. You're, and, and dictate your worth yourself. Like I I might be cool with giving somebody 50-50 because I know what I'm going to get on the back end and how I'm going to utilize it. That doesn't necessarily mean Joe Buck, MC3, to try and name somebody who don't exist. <laughs> um, he might want 30% and nothing less. If that's him, do him. But me, I got to do me as, as, as getting that 50-50 because that's going to do what I want to do with it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And listeners, I've talked about this before, and a lot, and he's he also pointed it out. Not all of you understand the jargon and contracts with what your obligation is as an artist. Some get out of it. Remember I talked about Megan the Stallion before? She got out of it, her contract. She was lucky to get out of that because she kind of knew what she was signing up for and then all of a sudden, well, I want to renegotiate my contract. I know we talked about this before, but she was lucky to get out of it. Or what do you say to people that can't get out of it? I mean, you know, put on, put on, put on your grown-up pants and, and you know, figure out your way to deal with it. Like, it's 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 it's, it's messed up. I, I I won't say it isn't messed up, but when milk spilled, what can you do? Now you gotta clean it up. Mhm, mhm. Would you ever do a contract side with a label, or or are you kind of afraid of all that dilemma? Um, in the past, I might have been afraid of all of that stuff, but at this point in time, like at this point in time right now, there's certain things being talked about. I'm I'm, I'm open to them, man. Like, I'm 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 open to contract negotiations and discussions and working with people, like. It's all good. I, 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 I'm no longer intimidated with that because a big part of contract negotiating is knowing that in you wanting to negotiate with me, there's something that you want in mind. And I, I know what my value is. So just hold back to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know a clear vision of what you want as an artist. And if they can't fulfill their obligation, they're, well, we go back to the table and say, listen, I'm not getting this, I'm not getting that. And if you're dealing with a real asshole, well, that's why it's important to read people before signing that contract. No, I want you this way, or I want you like another Roddy Rich. Well, then, yeah, I'll put on my big boy pants. Then we got to get our lawyers, like you said, right, Oso? Exactly. You just got to you gotta follow through with it. Um, but in that, one thing that's... I can't say it's unfortunate, but it's, it, it is what it is. A lot of these contracts, these, these, these kids are signing, are kids when they're signing it. They don't know no better. But like, you know, they, 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 that's, that's an education level a lot of them haven't attained as yet. So mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. It's, it's preying on the, 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 I don't like to say ignorant, but the ones that don't know any better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why it's very important young artists and artists especially who are under 25 
to talk to somebody or talk to other artists or talk to people or like you said get an entertainment lawyer or talk to people or ask questions if you don't know something don't sign it and again if they're really a good record label they'll wait on you and if they're not well expect all those drama and expect well you're not giving us what we want but i i didn't know i didn't know well it's in the contract didn't you read the contract but then again like you said some of them are either they don't know or they're pressured. Well, if you're pressured to do anything, then that's not good. Again, I don't exactly. want to overlap myself, and we have talked about this before, but this is a podcast, y'all, where you never know where the conversation and the mood might be in. Right, Oso? Uh, 10,000%, I agree on that. And I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, if it wasn't consistently happening, we wouldn't be able to talk about it so consistently either, so... That's true too, and a lot. And okay, talking about things over and over with different artists as listeners, sometimes you can learn something different. Like also exactly. said, sometimes you gotta wear your big boy pants and say, "Okay, you know what? Let me use my head and see how I can get out of this one." Okay, I'm also, for example, I'm in a contract. I don't like it, so you know what? I'm gonna bring it to them again and say, "You guys are not giving me what I want." So. Let me have, you know, let me come up with my own statement. And if they don't like none of that, then we need to talk. We need to seriously talk. And if you want to drop me because I'm expressing that I have a different vision for myself, well, you guys were not good to begin with. And you guys were just after what's the key word that everybody lives off of, Oso? Bang. Money. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. That's it. They were just after that money. Okay, okay, listeners. Okay, I've, I've, we've talked about this before, and also just reminded us again. If and I'm gonna sure. remind you again. If they're good, they'll wait on you. If they're not good, and this is the listeners too that are thinking of becoming an artist that probably enjoy the show and probably have questions for other artists. Again, if they're good, they'll wait on you. If they're not good, what's the word also you can use? Also? Sorry, say that again? I said, what's the word that you can use if they're not good? Screw them or... Welcome. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's it, there is truth. He said it, and it's true. You know, if they're not good, you know what? So I wanted to ask a question, and this is going to be a longer topic, because Buster Rhymes, he's been on. And did you listen to the new Buster Rhymes album, by the way? Um, I actually have a, I had, have had a chance to go through it a couple of times. Okay, so Buster Rhymes said, I think on a few podcasts, um, a hip-hop artist that is using Ghost Riders should not be in the top five. What are your thoughts to that? Um, well, one, the top, the top, top five conversation is, is a bit of an irritating conversation for me because it's Music is very much the preference, right? Right. Um, but he's coming from the mindset of um, a, a, a writer, like a rapper, rapper, a writer's writer. And from that battle era, if it's not your rhymes, it's not, it's different. You know what I'm saying? So if your top five is just consistent of people who made the best songs, then ghost writers don't matter. But if you're somebody who's actually listening to the, the lyrics that are being said and, what, and, 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 and the stories that they're telling, who's actually behind that writing matters to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's like reading a novel and somebody saying, oh, that's Oso's da-da-da-da, and then you come to find out Donovan wrote that. You're going to be like, shit, Oso ain't like shit. Donovan actually is a real writer. He's a genius guy. <laughs> so right? what, what about Drake, though? Because, wow, listeners, again, we're not throwing shade, but there have been rumors for years, and somebody I've had on the show said, I know who Drake's ghostwriter is, not I. I've had people. I'll, I'll, <laughs> listen, I'll be, I'll, and I, Hey, if it is what it is, Drake, if you decide to diss me over this, it, it, it happens, whatever. Um, 
I believe he has ghostwriters. But simply from a writing aspect, like, as somebody who appreciates writers and, and different projects and whatnot, there's no possible way the volume of music that he puts out, he could put out if he was writing every single word of every song. Mm, well, okay, Chris it's Brown. Chris Brown, not to interrupt you. Chris Brown uses writers himself. Like, <laughs> he doesn't write all of his music himself. There's no way you can put out that volume of music writing just by yourself. Like, and that isn't a knock. Like, it's understanding the business of the person you want to be. If you just want to be an artist and you can sing and you can dance and you can do all of these things, you can um, outsource some of your writing. That isn't me saying that neither of them write anything. Like, I'm sure they write a portion of their music, but yeah, the volume that they put out, it's impossible for them to be writing all of that. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I can't buy that. <laughs> Chris Brown might be able to copy, I write most of my musical, so I write most of it. Well, here's the key word, most of it. <laughs> That's it. And, but like, like I said, with the amount of volume that, like, Kendrick is an artist that I, I, I strongly appreciate as a writer. Right. There are two-year gaps between each of his projects. Mm-hmm. Yes. There, like, there has to be time to live. There has to be time to experience it. The way Jay's putting out records, that he's got 100 records on a year. But some people want to get to that top quick. You know what I'm saying? And then, too, it's pressure from the management and the people, too, behind these artists, right? Again, don't get, don't get what I'm saying twisted. It's yeah. not a knock on what they're doing. Like, yeah. Yeah. having 100 records out that consistently chart is... That's not easy. Like, there are plenty of other artists who've had ghostwriters and they can't get one record chop, mm -hmm. uh, chart. You know what I'm saying? So him being able to have that consistency and that many records is dope within itself. That's the artist that he is. But to say that every single word that he's saying came out of his... Nah, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't. So with, with, with what Buster's saying and where I think he's coming from as, as a pure, like, I write everything myself. and You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the pure artist of it? Yeah, I understand what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And listeners, I do understand what Buster's saying. It kind of hurts a little bit. But again, also so straight... <laughs> It doesn't mean that these people aren't talented, talented. It doesn't mean they're not good. And yeah, unfortunately, Drake and Chris Brown, you can clap at me if you want. I do believe you guys use ghostwriters. Chris Brown, I believe more, does write his own music. I do see what Chris Brown kind of means, but you're still using some ghostwriters. Don't tell me with the engineering and some of that you ain't using and the lyrics and some of that you weren't using somebody, Chris. Don't tell Listen, me. I, I, I still go through I still go through song credits. I see all the names on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what else? So you brought up a good point. Yeah, because look at how much. Okay, if you take Chris Brown, if you take Drake, look how many credits they have to give. It's, it's, it's out there. And I mean, even in some of those cases, it's not like somebody wrote a song and said, here, sometimes it's like there's been times I've been in the studio and somebody said something that sparked an idea or somebody came up with a chorus and said you should do that. And then the verses came from that. Like, Mm -hmm. there's, there's people in the studio that inspire, there's songs that inspire, there's stuff that, I just, I don't know, I just think people need to, when you're speaking of it, clarify your criteria, and take it with a grain of salt, man, everybody's entitled to their opinion and stuff, man, like, yeah. <laughs> can't we all just get along, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I get you, also, like, take credit, if you don't, like, listeners, and take credit, if you don't like this conversation, and if you think we're full of crap, then I'm sorry, but we're just expressing. No, 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 no. This is this is entertainment, man. It's talking. It's, yeah. it's entertainment. <laughs> but you know how listen. You know how some people are. Oh, why did they say that? Why did they say this? Or why did they say that? Oh, I believe Drake writes all his music. Oh, come yeah. on. Like you know, I don't agree with Buster Rhymes. I wouldn't. Call, I, mean, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's there's you know there's the Santa Claus believers and there's the the alien believers and the UFOs and so you know like people believe in a lot of different things man I'm not here to tell them they shouldn't 
Mm -hmm. I'm not here to tell me shit. I'm just giving you my 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 view. <laughs> yeah, and hey, there's nothing wrong with hey, there's nothing wrong with having an opinion. I think people's yeah. careers are probably killed mostly because of their opinion. And when they yeah. said it, it's like okay, maybe they could have said it in a better way. But what is a better way to say something? Also, like say for example, if somebody says your music sucks. Could they say it in a better way or say, yo, bro, I'm not feeling that? How can they say things better? How can fans say things better to an artist? Um, shit, I'm good with, I'm good with, the, hey, if you tell me my music sucks, I'm good. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's cool. It wasn't for you. All right. I just have to hear three other people say that it was cool or one other person, you know what I mean? Like, I was listening to another show of yours um, when you were talking about Bry uh, Bryce Attila and the fact he took his record down. Mm -hmm. And somebody was like, yo, that was my joint. What to put it back? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like there's there's records I put out there that people have said, like, have gotten through rough days or whatnot. They make me do my music. It ain't the ones who are like, yo, that shit, I couldn't dance to the club. But, all right, cool. Should people be nice about it though and say yo oh so or should they randomly tell you listen this shit just sucks well they don't say shit okay listeners just say that you know I wasn't feeling it no because when you start clapping at artists you have a problem listeners just say if you don't like something just say hey I wasn't feeling it and not every song you're gonna feel listen there's interviews I've done and not every single interview is gonna be perfect there's some I've screwed up. I'll tell you straight up, there's something that's even easier to cost absolutely nothing. Pay me no attention. Okay, yeah, that's true. You can pay no attention to it. Actually, that's a good idea. But then wouldn't they think, then you, what, how do you get, well, then you don't respect us fans if you're not responding to that. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying me, like, I'm saying if you think my music sucks, I ain't cool. The next record that drops, don't go listen to it. Don't click on the don't click on the link to watch the you know what I'm saying? Like just pay me absolutely no mind if I'm not for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, so in, in speaking of that, like the trolls that are out there that, that, that like to bombard you with just hateful shit, like what can you do? It's 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 a world where we're unfortunately in a world in a space right now where um being accountable for, for, for your actions isn't really emphasized at all. So you got a phone, you can tweet, you can say whatever, and whether somebody responds to it or doesn't, whether it hurts somebody, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You get to say it and face no repercussions for it. Mm -hmm. Whereas before, when, when you know, before the, the, the internet or whatnot and you said something, somebody was probably going to see you about that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What would life be like as an artist if there was no Twitter, no Instagram, no Facebook? Do you think you'd be still getting a lot of fans, or do you think it would be different without social media? Um, you know, it's it's it, there's always a bitter and sweet to everything. So for for all the fans you can gain from it, you can gain just as many haters and trolls, right? Mm -hmm. And for all the trolls that haters and trolls that you lose, you lose just as many fans. So. You just got to be able to understand that you're going to get both of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it would be... like I, I feel like the air gets to think that I put something out and everybody in the world is supposed to love it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But do you think it would still be like if there was no Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, do you think it'd be better as an artist or do you think it wouldn't be as good without these venues? <sighs> um... The Twitter and the Instagrams give advantage to the individual artist to be independent, because mm -hmm. you can reach a lot, a, a lot further with the with the use of the web and the internet. Right? Without that, then you're dependent on the radio stations of the labels. And mm -hmm. You think artists were getting raped and destroyed now, back in the '70s, '60s, and 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 and, and coming up. So now they were getting it even worse. Yeah, yeah. Who said that again? Oh, Kanye West on Joe Rogan's podcast. Did you watch that episode when he said he thinks a lot of these artists are being raped for their music and raped out of their finances? Do you agree with that? Um, and speaking of current artists? Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I agree with that because if, like, if you really look at 
the numbers and, and the way streaming, like even if you look at the way streaming is, the amount of, um, the amount of money that a Spotify is generating versus what they actually pay out to, to, to the artists for the songs that they're contributing, it's, it's, it's pennies. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't pay a lot. And it's also just understanding business. Like you make money by getting the product for cheap and selling it for high. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much what it is. And, and, and within that, an artist not like if artists fully understood it, they probably all go through like a title rather than going through Spotify because they make more money on that platform. Mm -hmm. Or they would they would collectively build their own streaming services and do their advertising themselves and get the bag directly rather than going through somebody like Spotify. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, then but because that full understanding isn't there, all of these different the three hundreds, the different like the different labels, the different streaming services, they all capitalize on the ignorance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then that's taking money out of Spotify. If you do that, you know Spotify's gonna try to find a way to shut you down, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's man, I ain't scared of other people's man. I ain't, what Bernie Mac say? I ain't scared of y'all. <laughs> I ain't scared of y'all, motherfuckers. Yeah, I ain't scared of them, man. They cool. <laughs> Who said that? There was this one artist that said, "Oh, Bone Crusher Killer." I don't know if you all remember that. Celeste Bright in the club, and you think I'm uh -huh. a punk. <laughs> uh -huh. I ain't never scared. I told you, mother. Yeah. I ain't never scared. <laughs> again, again, if 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 them multi-million dollar labels are worried about little old me, I'm doing something right. <laughs> 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 All right, so I wanted to uh, get you a seriousness and change the topic a bit. Your your background is, well, you are Nigerian, right? And I wanted to get your opinion on what's going on in Nigeria with the SARS. As an artist, and SARS listeners is basically ethnic cleansing where they're trying to wipe out the Nigerian culture and the people of Nigeria. So what is your thoughts what's going on in Nigeria now? Um, it's horrible, man. It's a shame. I got some. I, I actually got family that are living in, in um certain areas that are affected, and I check with them, check in with them as, as you know regularly as I can. And it's just unfortunate, man. It's a, corruption anywhere is, is unfortunate. You know what I mean? And it, it it's still heavily over there. Like the the. The police presence or army presence, as I, I saw it, um, is definitely more prevalent over there. Um, they're definitely bullies in the way that they move and the fashion that they do with people. Um, and, you know, it, 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 needs to, it needs to change. I can't even say improve. It just needs to change. And I know I saw something the other day where um, they, they're, they're changing. They basically changed the name of the task force or whatever. But the way, the, the way that they act over there is it's it's actually unfortunately nothing new. It's just getting its media light now, but they've been terrorizing the people there for, for um, decades. Generations. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say generations, but yeah, you can, you can shorten it by saying decades. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and it's very sad. And listeners, that's SARS. It's ethnic cleansing. They did teach you this in Canadian high schools and American high schools too it's wiping out a culture or a nation but we know as black people we are some damn strong people and we will rise above it right also oh ten thousand percent ten thousand do you think it will get better do you think it will get better in the sense that action well people are starting to take action but what do you say that celebrities are speaking out and they criticize beyonce at first for not speaking out of what was going on in nigeria what are your thoughts when artists are criticized when they don't speak up uh, for what's going on with their black brothers and sisters in africa um honestly my my reaction to that is that people are underestimating the, the powers and abilities that they actually have themselves mm -hmm. and always looking at artists to speak for them and act for them and do something for them like if if, if covid and the george floyd movement didn't show any didn't show anything it should show that the people themselves when they get collective and mobilized they're extremely effective at accomplishing some things man so um, with that being said, I mean, 
it, it would be nice if somebody as, as, as branded as Beyonce would say something, but then we also got to look at ourselves and say, why does it take somebody like Beyonce to affect that change? Why can't we just do what we do within our own realm to, to, to do so? You know what I mean? I guess in a way where they blasted Beyonce because she worked with a couple of Nigerian artists and filmed videos in Africa. I forget, listeners, who she worked with, but they were saying that, you know, you're, you're filming in our country and then you can't speak on what's going on. But Beyonce did finally speak out. I think a month ago she did acknowledge. So people, let's take it easy. And I forget who the Nigerian artist was that called it. I think it was a female hip hop artist. Oh, so you might know her. I don't know her. I forgot. But she's not. Char she's really popular in Nigeria. But she has. I mean, she she she's actually worked with quite a few, like from from the. Um... The Yummy Holidays and the, and the Tiwa Savages and, and, and um, Technos and she's cheap Wiz Kids and she's worked with quite a few artists out of Nigeria. But um, so then I also just have to say like like I don't know man. It just comes to a point where hmm. I got lost in my thought right there for one second. <laughs> it just comes to the point where what celebrities should just keep quiet or maybe people should just not say any I mean, okay. You do it you're damned if you do and you do you're what's the word? Oh gosh, I'm even getting You're lost. damned if you should do and you're damned if you don't. Yes, yes, that thought. Do you think that's it for like let's say Beyonce said something too soon. Then they'd probably criticized her. Oh, you said something too soon. Give the people time to heal or to figure out what's going on. And then she didn't say anything. She's damn saying, Well, why didn't Beyonce speak out sooner? Well, I mean, I think we need to look more at the, at the actions of anything more so than anything else. So I just say that because Unilever is a huge corporation that's been exploiting Nigeria on a whole for generations, literally. Mm -hmm. But nobody's boycotting any Unilever products because I guess they're too, uh, too much of a necessity to us. But that's toothpaste, that's soaps, that's lotions, that's... All kinds of stuff that's on our shelves. We don't support, I mean, we continually support that and don't demand anything of them. And they've been exploiting Nigeria for generations. But Beyonce does a video and we're ready to chop off her neck. It's almost like getting the low-hanging fruit. Like, Beyonce is easy for us to, 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 to look at because, you know, she reaches for us. She's part of our community. She's, but... Our biggest first to fry on the scale, and unfortunately, like Beyonce is easy, so mm -hmm. I don't know. But she could say something. I don't know how much it would really change because mm -hmm. the people there still have to get the proper elected officials in office that are going to write the proper policies, not going to have the corrupt cops and not take the bribes and so on and so on and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yes, and you're not mad at Beyonce for saying anything. Now she spoke out, are you or no? Yeah, I ain't got time to be mad at Beyonce for nothing. Uh. <laughs> I got to, and, and and realistically, if if I had the platform she had, I'm pretty sure I would have been canceled about three or four times in my career. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't. You've got to be careful. Also, what I even say, you got to be careful on this show or anywhere to try to cancel Beyonce. They will send some strong forces on you, so you got to be careful. When uh, everybody's got to be careful when they say cancel Beyonce. And I actually don't like this cancel culture, cancel this or cancel that. Because, like it's, it's, you said, it's actually comical to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> you go back to these things, like you said, the toothpaste, all these stuff. What do you go? Then you might as well have to cancel everything, and then you might have to look at like the cavesmen back in the days, right? That's it. I was, you know, what? It's funny. I was watching um, uh, a show earlier, and there was an uh, a, a older roots man who fled Jamaica, maybe about twenty-five years ago, moved to Ethiopia, stayed there illegally for twenty-something years. Wow. Finally, got his visa for the last five years or whatnot, and his old like dread. It was a dread at times. It was illegal just to be a dread. You get jailed for being a dread. They try to sentence him to death. Like, 
all of these different things. Wow. But because he knew what he wanted to live and what he wanted to do, he went and found his land and cleared his land and built his house and fetched his water and and now he's living and he's there and he set a path, right? So if you if it's if it's to the people who want that freedom and whatnot, don't like this government structure or don't like these these are the steps that you there's 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 sacrifices that you have to make. There's certain ways. So it might be going back to cave bad ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in order to find that freedom and say, you know what, these people aren't going to oppress me, I'm not going to live like that. You set your own rules. Mm-hmm. But you can't want things your way but still want the luxury that they provide. It don't work. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a deep message. Listeners, I hope you heard that, eh? Also gave us a lot of good points and he he laid it out straight for us. You can't want it, but then at the same time complain about it, right? That's it. It's the same. It's just going back to the artist and thing, going to that bag and stuff. These labels come showing you jewelry and bags of cash and this stuff. They show you five hundred thousand dollars cash. I guarantee you, they can see five million. They gonna make some. <laughs> but then they don't read over that contract, right? <laughs> That's it. And 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 the label gave you that five hundred, <laughs> but make that five million and still say, you know what? You owe us another ten albums. What? But I can't own that 10 albums. It's not in the contract. Oh, yes, it is in the contract. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's yeah, what people get. Now here's, sorry, to name somebody who, who they're canceling, not canceling, I don't know what they're doing right now, but prior to that shit, Tory Lanez had a bad contract, Ooh. worked his ass, got out of the contract, and was independent and poised to do some things, and then, you know, Ooh. him and Meg had a run-in. Oh, he's in a mess right now with the Meg and the Stallion thing. And I mean, listeners, and I've talked about Tory Lanez. He does make a little bit of points here and there on Meg and the Stallion. I do believe Meg and the Stallion was shot. She's not lying about that. If she was lying, boy, we'd be canceling her so quick. I don't think a, I don't think a woman, well, like I said, I can't defend people where I wasn't there. But I just I find it hard for me to believe in my right mind that somebody could make up being shot. You know what I'm saying also? Uh, yeah. I'm from the hood. I've heard people make up some shit. But um, <laughs> <laughs> with, that, with that being said, um, the story, this is what I will say. The story that we've been told isn't the whole story. Right. And that'll be up to the courts to determine and I wish them both the best from there. But what it, but the story that we've been told mm-hmm. is not that ain't that don't you know one 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 plus one ain't making two right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's all I can say about that. Like one plus one ain't equaling two right there. Something's missing. Right, right. And Kelsey, if you ever listen to the show and if you want to talk about what happened, this is not for gossip, but sometimes these people just need to let loose on another platform and I'm not in for it for the money. But as I always tell people, they can write statements. This is a free show. So if Kelsey's listening and wants to help us with one plus one equals two, Kelsey, you know who you are. Megan the Stallion's best friend. You know who you are, Kelsey. I'm calling you out. You can always set your, what do you call it? You set your story straight on here. And I hope you would do it. <laughs> I, I, I hear you, I hear you. But like I said, let, 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 let the courts of law, unfortunately, who got involved, Cadillac business. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, listeners, what do you call it? Also, I wanted you to tell us a message of what you want to say to the fans and the people that love you and that have been supporting you. Um, you know, stay tuned. There's, there's definitely more music and more work coming out. And as far as on the everyday, day to day, be one thousand with yourself, mm-hmm. and don't worry about the rest of them. <laughs> Yep, yep, get that bag, right, Oso? Well, if it's, if, only if it's the bag you want. Don't just go chasing any bag. Well, that's true. We talked about it a lot of the show. Make sure you get the right bag, right? That's it, that's it, that's it. All right, all right. Do you want to throw out your platforms in case people, you've thrown it out before, but do you want to throw it out again in case people want to reach you, they want to get a hold of you, or they want to listen to with you, or just to see what you're about? Um, yeah, check me out on Rhymes Also on, like, damn near any platform you can think of, RhymesOso.com. 
Rhymes underscore Oswalk IG. Rhymes also on Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, everywhere. With shoes banging everywhere. Um, something about it on the record banging everywhere. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Listeners, it's going to cut out. I want to thank Oso for debuting on the show. If you want to reach me, you can. I'm going to take a pause for a minute. All right, listeners, if you do want to reach me, Donovan, D-O-N-O-V-A-N, period, L-A-C-R-O-X-I at gmail.com. We're closing up because, you know, Anchor only gives me 60 minutes. But also, man, I was just telling you, how much I really enjoyed this conversation. I've enjoyed getting to know you. I think this is one of my best episodes. Well, you know, humbly speaking, I'd like to think it's probably one of your best episodes too, but <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely enjoyed the conversation as well, but it another time. All right, all right. Well, look out for more music, right? Absolutely. More music on the way all right, this okay. year, this year, this year. Next. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Peeling off just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I will look out for the project. We'll look out for so much. I hope 2021 will be a really good year for you. And again, people, Donovan, D-O-N-O-V-A-N, period, L-A-C-R-O-X-I at gmail.com on Instagram. It's D-Lacroxy. I wear a cream blue shirt. It's not the white guy, it's the black guy, Donovan, okay? I just want to set that straight with the listeners because a lot of people have said, oh, it's the white guy, Donovan. No, it's the black guy, Donovan, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so it's such a pleasure to get to know you, and I really want to thank you. Likewise, thank you too, Rob. All right, and that's going to do it, listeners, for another episode. We're almost at 100. I think we're at episode 97 published um i believe it's november 8th 2020 rapper oso i want to thank you